0: This podcast brought to you by Earthlink.
1: I am Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report.
0: And I'm Tom Aired, author of CNET's The Real Deal.
1: Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, our podcast of indeterminate
0: length. And boy, is it.
1: Hey, all your internet are belong to U.S. (laughs)
0: That's funny. Yeah, several stories all across the world about uh, the agreement to avoid disaster and not allow millions of internets to be created, nor (laughs) allow the United States to (laughs) give up control of the domain name system. Uh, What what they have reached in Tunis is an agreement that ICANN will stay in charge of the domain name system, Mm -hmm. and ICANN will stay under the auspices of the Department of Commerce, Mm -hmm. but they will set up an international forum. Yeah, And this international forum will kind of collect the international concerns and represent them to ICANN. Things like having domain names in non-Latin-based languages, for instance, like right. Chinese or, or such things. So it's a non-binding forum. It's actually a pretty weak agreement, but it keeps things as they are. It doesn't change things and it doesn't right. threaten the existence of the Internet. And
1: it's actually kind of good. I mean, as has been pointed out, it's kind of good that it's weak. Anything that has exerts too much control over the internet is dangerous.
0: And they are going to have to solve the, the issue of the United States being the ones in charge eventually. Right. They're going to have to get around to that. But, you know, this is not something to rush to doing. Yeah. Like, you want to get this right.
1: And the reasoning at this point <laughs> because is Because it
0: makes a big difference how yeah. you do it.
1: And the reasoning at this point is still a little bit disturbing. I mean, it's sort of like, why do you want control of the internet? Is it because you want to regulate content? Because we, no one wants that.
0: Well, and that, that's the fear on every side, right? right. The, the fear on, on the Europe side is that the U.S. will start controlling content. True. And the fear on the U.S. side is that the United Nations would start controlling content or, or third world countries would be able to jump in and, and stop things, uh, you know, human rights, abuses, whatever, freedom right. of the press. Who knows? So everybody's afraid that everybody else is going to misbehave. And that, that's, that's why it's good that they just sort of t- took a baby step.
1: Yeah. And they'll have a forum.
0: I like it. A nice little forum. Talk I it like out. our forums. Our forums are great. See? <laughs> they learn from us.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and in other news, Google Base, the mysterious... Google,
0: Google Base argued to us.
1: <laughs> ...has gone live. Yeah, I used so it. So it's a real thing?
0: Yeah, I, I went on, and it. it's sort of a classifieds model Wait, kind of thing.
1: It's still not clear what it does?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> I, I went on and I used it. All will be revealed, never. And it's clear... It's clear what it does now, but I'm not sure what their intention is. Like right now you can pretty much upload a listing for anything. And the form is definitely sort of herding you towards a classifieds kind of model, like yeah. selling stuff. There's a price per unit field and there's, you know, a how to contact you and how to pay field. So it's, it's definitely about that, but there's no restrictions. You know, I yeah. basically what I put up there was, you know, pay me a dollar and I'll write a story about you on the web.
1: Well, yeah, because what they really, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't think you can do that, dude. Oh, as long as it's no, not. Not our for web. CNET. Okay.
0: <laughs> for my on you know, my own website. Um
1: because Google says specifically that it is not something that they are planning to use to target eBay and Craigslist.
0: Well, and that's what's weird about it is because it definitely is set up as a classifieds type of thing. I right. mean, like I said, price per unit, all the all the fields you fill in are as huh. if you were going to sell something. And
1: then but this says a Google spokesman says the much of the information in Google base is expected to be non commercial.
0: Yeah. And, and the, you can do it.
1: And that they're not necessarily trying to do not gonna put no immediate plans to put ads on it right now.
0: Yeah, I mean you can leave that price per unit blank. What do you want? You can you can use it in other ways, but yeah, it's the intentions are still unclear. This
1: is like that painting of the flag. Who did it? Not Jarmish. Jim Jarmish, maybe? I don't know. It was a painting of the American flag and it was completely Controversial. I know this soft topic because everyone was like, "What do you want out of it? What? Did, why did you do oh, it?" Oh, he just, just painted just the, the American flag. flag. Yeah. yeah, right. And so everyone argued for years about what I think he Jim Jarmusch is a director. I know. I think so too. That's why I'm saying so <laughs> he did confused. Night on Earth. It was a gut. I, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys know. <laughs> Email me. We'll hear about it. Anyway, Sony is so sort of sorry. Yeah, did you read this?
0: Did you get a chance to read this? <laughs> I only Notes had a chance to skim it. To their valued customers. But I
1: did see the words
0: deeply regret. We deeply regret any inconvenience uh-huh. this may cause you.
1: I.e. any inconvenience that will cause you to have to call them and get a new CD if you want to exchange it.
0: Now And then they follow that up with, we are committed to making the situa- situation right. Which is almost an admission that it's wrong. Right. But then they say like, it's come to our attention that this could cause a problem. And so we share the concerns of our customers and our new initiatives follow the measures we have already taken, including last week's voluntary suspension of the manufacture of these CDs. And the ultimate experience of the consumers is our primary concern. So use our software update, which will open a big security hole on your computer. (laughs) Oh wait, they don't say that part.
1: Right. But they, right. Ah, Yeah. So no. yeah, they, this is like one tiny step away from "I'm sorry, you feel bad."
0: It it is it is, uh, it is close to that. It's I not mean,
1: quite that bad, but it is close.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is it is definitely admission that something's wrong and we're taking action. It's just, right. I mean,
1: it's possible that there's only so much they can admit at this point without I'm opening sure. themselves up to further legal action. That's
0: absolutely true. But um, yeah, so uh, somebody has taken a uh, taken it upon themselves to start sorryelectronics.com. S O R Y. With the logo that looks similar to a Sony logo. Uh-oh, they're totally going to get sued. Sorry. Seems to be the hardest word.
1: Ah, uh, Which is so true.
0: <laughs> it's just pretty funny.
1: Poor Sony. They're just the butt of jokes now.
0: And there's also, uh, I think we may have touched on this yesterday, but there's a uh, a website, I think I saw this on Boing, boing or slash dot, docspara.com, where they have actually gone on and tracked the DNS queries from the rootkit. Whoa. And it now appears that at least 568,200 name servers have witnessed DNS queries related to the rootkit. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody knows how many hosts that actually corresponds I to, how, e. many how many computers, computers are, actually, are actually trying to phone home. Uh, but that's a, that's a pretty large scale amount. Yeah. A lot of IT companies, a lot, I'm sorry, a lot of IT departments at companies are asking people not to play Sony CDs in their computers now I know. Too. I think that's really interesting. several reports of that.
1: Yep. And it's it's become this whole thing where they're like, you know what? Maybe just don't bring your CDs to work. I don't know. Did I don't you know. Really, we not comfortable. You know,
0: this is just starting to sink in. Did you really say, I feel bad for Sony just what? now? Like, no. You said, poor Sony. That's what you said.
1: Oh, yeah. But it was totally sarcastic. <laughs> oh, poor Sony. They're going to go out of business. That's awful. No, I, I
0: truly, I don't mean to be... Uh, on a rampage right, nonstop. but to, I have no pity. I needed to No sympathy, that. none. Speaking of no pity, don't put sh- uh, uh, bot buddies <gasps> on my IM.
1: Don't push things. I actually don't, got a comment from someone put today. Don't movie
0: phone and shopping <laughs> yeah. buddy. You can send me an IM asking me if I want them, but don't just add them to my buddy list. Yeah, What's
1: you that? could even put a little pop-up that said, hey, yeah. we have these. Well, they Click. did.
0: They put a pop up that said we have form, them and they're you're your list, they're right. already on. I wouldn't have minded getting the pop up saying, "Hey, we've got these, click here to get them."
1: Right. Yeah. But exactly.
0: AOL, in case you haven't followed the rant, AOL <laughs> has added two Autobots to every Aim subscriber's message or uh, buddy list yeah. mm-hmm. this morning. One Including of them Including
1: those you, we should clarify even if you don't use Aim if you use oh, yeah. IChat, if you use Trillian, Trillion. use I, Game. I use Trillion. It. Yep. Trillion. It's still there. It's Movie, all there. Movie phone
0: and shopping buddy. Mm-hmm. And actually, I don't think they're bad ideas. I might have wanted to get right. movie phone,
1: but now I can't freaking wait to delete those. Butters. Yeah, they're gone. I know that. I <laughs> AOL. Have you not been listening to the news lately? We don't want. Uh, we don't want companies to cross the line and <laughs> put so stuff on our com- I just am like, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> don't the thing we don't want you just- to do that. Yeah. Look, I want to at least be able to maintain the illusion that my computer is my own. You cannot come in and drop stuff on there because you think that I should give more money to you.
0: Oh got Well, here's a question for you then. Help you, help you kind of, <laughs> kind of settle down. What's the uh, most popular content on the internet? Everybody thinks to know the answer to this, right? Right, mm-hmm. Veronica. Porn? No, no. Gambling. Oh. Uh, gambling.
2: Oh, okay. That kind of makes sense.
1: Hey, now. I bet it's poker.
0: Worldwide gambling revenue will reach 10.9 billion this year, according gambling to Media Life naked? Magazine.
1: Wow. I bet it's poker. Don't you think it's all poker? Probably. Poker is like Hold'em. where, yeah, Texas Hold'em. Every spam that I get lately is poker. It's not even poker.
0: Yeah, it says here, a marketer <laughs> attributes some of the growth <laughs> yeah. of online gambling to the 2003 World Series of Poker winner, Chris Moneymaker, yep. who qualified for the tournament through Did an online, an poker, online poker, site. poker site. Yeah.
1: Actually, there are a lot of people, I guess, who make it to the World Poker Tour through they get their practice on online. On we on.
0: are not advocating gambling of any kind.
1: No, and I believe it is not illegal. Yes, because well, all it these depends. places. Well, all these. I always see like Chris Moneymaker's commercial for the site that he uses, and it always says this is not a gambling website. Right, but it's a poker website. Right,
0: it's a poker website, not a gambling website. Play with
1: money, maybe. Is that not gambling? <laughs> I don't
0: think you want to be asking these questions. <laughs> it's like your fee. <laughs> I guess not. I don't think you want to be talking about this, Ms. Wood. <laughs> Now, I don't know how that works. There's definitely some quasi-legalities to these, these sites because they're located offshore. Right. But you're in America. Right. So there's, there have been a lot of cases. There's a lot of case law behind this and w- when it's legal and when it's not. Hmm.
1: Well, it's nice to see. It's there nice was to even see a- porn have to play second fiddle. <laughs> I'll tell you that.
0: There, there was even a lawsuit where uh, somebody sued their credit card company for letting them use their credit card on one of these gambling sites, saying it was their fault. Shouldn't have let oh, clearly, This was like clearly. this was like three mm. or four years ago. People. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got the answer to several questions regarding the popularity of iPod and will Steve Jobs change his mind on the price of iTunes? <gasps> After this, do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink, we revolve around you.
1: So, Willie, 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 Willie.
0: EMI says he will. Huh. But, they uh, wish. we have no confirmation on that. This is reported in Forbes. Yes. Uh,
1: EMI An EMI executive said at a press conference today that he believes Steve Jobs will introduce multiple price points for iTunes Music
2: Don't do it within that, the next dog. year. You know what? Now, if,
0: I was going to say, if, if, <laughs> mo- if we all were like, no, no please, please do it. No. If, if it's multiple price points, some of which are cheaper, Lower. No. then i am be all for it. Yeah, but they won't be. Come on. You know they won't be.
1: It's
2: the, possible. The music industry like has been
0: begging
1: him. To increase prices, they've been saying that they're not making enough, that their cut isn't big enough, and then no one knows for sure how big their cut is. But some people speculate that it's in the seventy percent range of the price on each song. Because let me, because let's just clarify for audience: it costs like I don't know nothing to create multiple copies of a digital file.
0: Yeah, well, all the cost goes into the creation. I mean, it's it's virtually. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's servers, right? It's yeah. the, the delivery, it's the bandwidth that costs money. But the, the stuff actual from creator. the iTunes Music Store is Apple's bandwidth, right? Right. So, so it's costing Apple.
1: Yeah. So, what are the so if Apple is saying, okay, the 28% of the profit on the selling that I'm getting is enough for me, then why can't the music industry be happy with the roughly 70%? Again, this is an estimate; no one knows. Well, for sure obviously, because they won't you're say. not a
0: shareholder, right? Because their main directive is to increase shareholder value, Molly. <laughs>
1: It and freaks me out when increase Tom takes means the larger. <laughs> oh, like more? Yeah, more
2: money. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. anyway, if something is making money, the obvious next step is to charge more for it and see how much you can get out. Yes, of Yes, that, right. That's the American Obviously. way. That's okay. free
0: market. That's mm. capitalism. Fine. That's, that's where we live. I admit it. Or that's I'm where a, we live. Maybe but you I don't have live heard I'm in the naive. past
2: that lower prices were a possibility as part of the as part of the deal maker. Now, if, if you that have, were
0: if that were the case, I'd be all for it because I agree that. Variable pricing is reasonable. I don't mean to be a cynic after
1: just being a naive, but seriously, you oh, really I, think there's any chance that songs are going to be I cheaper think on iTunes? About,
0: I'm, I'm holding my fingers very close together. I think there's about that much chance. The
1: one in a bajillion chance. <sighs> Some chance. What they're we talking about see. is, oh, well, this is more popular, so I should get to charge more.
2: But then so sorry. things that don't get downloaded should charge less.
1: Yeah, they won't. But they could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. Steve Jobs, I... I I would be surprised and very disappointed if this turned out to be true because Steve Jobs has been adamant on this point saying he is absolutely not going to allow music industry the music industry to come along and dictate to him what the pricing should be, that he believes 99 cents is the price point that makes sense for consumers, and that any more than that will actually cause consumers to stop embracing the online music download model. Well,
2: that's the thing that I'm saying, is that if he allows them to charge more for certain songs, and I think the only way that he would let that happen is if he lets some things be cheaper. Yeah, but the things that are
0: then cheaper then would be... Because I, I know him personally, you know, and I, I know how he thinks. When you <laughs> called him the other day? Yeah. yeah. But the, the, things that
1: he, the things that would be cheaper would be the crappy things, and the things Things that cost more would be the songs that everybody wants. I mean, that doesn't make anybody any happier. They're no. like, Oh, well, I can get this one song that no one wants for twenty eight well, cents. That's I mean, the on. way the
0: marketplace works though. The things that people don't want as much get cheaper. Well, the and that's other, good for people with really strange taste. Really like t- like the myself. Other, yeah. the <laughs> other way
1: the other way that the marketplace works is that when you charge people too much for things they know they shouldn't have to pay that much for, they go and pirate it and they go and steal it. Steve Jobs says, So don't spent charge too much of his own corporate capital. In investing in a price model that makes sense, and I would be very surprised if he decided all of a sudden that he's wrong after calling them greedy bastards.
0: I bet there are this some songs. I anyway. bet there are some songs that could bear a higher price that people would not mind paying a dollar fifty-four because they're just so hot. I would. Well, if it was every song, yes. <laughs> you just want this fixed price stuff. Yeah. Like like you're eating at some kind of restaurant.
2: <laughs> Honestly, though, the most. Why should I? Pre-feats. I wouldn't pay more than a dollar fifty for a song
0: yeah I think it would have to be like 50 to a dollar 50 that would be my cutoff
2: point. point I just went and got okay it myself if else. I step
1: back and think to myself about why a digital song costs 99 cents it's hard for me to even justify paying justify paying that there is no way I'm paying 99 cents for more than 99 cents for a song
0: I'm making the pledge
1: all right Steve, I think other people will Steve Jobs <laughs> you and me buddy we stand alone
0: you'll go to all of mp3.com you don't, and buy don't know
1: if he stands cents. with you yet you don't know he better. Otherwise, I'm going to have a lot to say about that.
0: Molly, how about this? How about if you could just get songs for free streaming right on your cell phone? <gasps> what? Could it be? Would that be better for you? I know there's a catch. Yeah, Singular. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Aww.
1: <laughs> uh, so Aww, you ruined it.
0: <laughs> so Red Herring reporting that, uh, and I think I, what, I saw this on Slashdot, Red Herring reporting that Singular is putting out a over-the-air radio service for its phones. So they're kind of giving up on the rocker already, maybe. Uh, but this will allow you, <laughs> Maybe. with uh, in conjunction with Moby TV, to listen really? to radio stations of different genres, kind of like satellite radio, mm-hmm. on your phone. And then you can even buy ringtones and, and things while you're listening. Like if you like a song and you want its ringtone, press Sweet. a button. It would put album art up on the phone so you yeah. can see album art That's and pretty cool. different info.
1: Also, I got to say, Moby TV, that is a service that I would pay for. As soon as I get my new trio or my Motorola Q... I'm totally going to get Moby TV. It looks so cool. But it's this big. Yeah, I don't care. It looks really good. We have good. reviews on Moby TV. That's weird. It looks surprising. Yeah, we do. And it looks surprisingly good. Like, it's actually, I think, a little bit watchable on your Trio screen. If you've got the new Trio 650 and the, mm-hmm. the really high-res screen and stuff, the it guy, actually, it looks good. I saw a dude on the plane that had one.
0: Is that better than iPod a video? Guy. Um
1: uh, no. It is for me because for it's all you. in one gadget. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean so, does it
0: look better? That's kinda I mean, oh, I, I haven't, I I haven't, haven't done Mo- a side by side
1: comparison. All right. Moby T V itself, I mean, the the problems with I've never actually seen it in action. Yeah, the problems that you might have with it are just related to kind of the streaming nature. So it might not look awesome because it's streamed. But if it's a downloaded file, then it's gonna look probably just as good
0: little bit to uh, add on to this whole discussion register reporting today that Apple iTunes Apple iPod has taken 60% of the Japanese portable digital music player market. Out 60%. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> well, but isn't it way higher? And Japan
0: knows cool stuff.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. But isn't it like is the, isn't the, the overall iPod don't they have like 80% market yeah, I share? Yeah, it was something? more.
0: I think it's because Worldwide. it's Japan that that's such a big deal because oh, there's I a lot so. of competition. It's not Apple's home ground, mm-hmm. right? And that the fact that it's been rising and pushing everything else back.
1: Yeah, but Apple, yeah, Apple is so popular there. I mean, you saw, everybody saw the video, right, of the um, oh I, yeah, the Apple yeah. store opening mm-hmm. in the line that was like four blocks long. We went to the Apple store in Ginza, and it was very crowded at like eleven thirty at night.
0: They're all crowded all across the world all the time. Yeah. They hire people, don't they, Veronica? They, they, you've done this. You've been hired by Apple to, to pack uh-huh. the store, haven't you? And yes. say the geniuses are geniuses.
1: All I right, love me some geniuses. Another little,
0: another little bit uh, in the open mm-hmm. documents push where Massachusetts is making an effort to formalize open document standards as the only way for government business to be done. Uh, an interesting opponent to this legislation are accessibility advocates, you know, advocates mm-hmm. for accessibility to documents by the blind and those with other disabilities. Apparently, open document does not have very good accessibility. And this is, is a big deal for open that source. Is a big deal. So, you know, open source needs to get behind the accessibility Thing are they going yeah. to have problems in this sort of?
1: I feel kind of deal. surprised that they're not because we've heard a lot about. I mean, lately it's been kind of a drumbeat that you need to start paying attention to the aging baby boomer market because they're getting into technology in a big way. But as we've mentioned, it's harder for them to see screens and that maybe are going blind or having problems hearing or whatever it is.
0: Well, according to the posting on Slashdot, Peter Korn from Sun did a massive piece mm-hmm. to provide a general introduction to the subject. And took a detailed look at different projects and basically came up with the evaluation that things aren't horrible on the mm-hmm. accessibility front for open source, but they could be a lot better. Interesting. And it is something where Microsoft has gone out of its way to try to help the accessibility issues. Yeah, with although
1: across the board, I would say not horrible, but not as good as it could be probably sums up the state of the industry on the whole.
0: Yeah. It could I, all be better. You're probably right. Hmm. Interesting. You you liked this hotel story?
1: Um, yeah, I'm kind of interested in this. There was a story in the New York Times today just about uh, technology changing the way you experience hotels because it can remember your preferences, or you have kind of smart systems that learn. If you're a frequent guest, it learns that you know maybe you like the lights a certain way, or the curtains closed, or the, learns it. Yeah, the room. It no, I mean they have, I think they have computer systems in the freaky. Yeah, Ooh, it does like track that. you well, and it's all kind of. it's always that kind of uncomfortable intersection between technology and your personal comfort. I'm I'm always torn. Why is this really cool, but I feel so invaded. I don't want it to watch me, but I kind of want it to know what I want. (laughs) So if I'm checking
0: into the Renaissance Hotel often enough, eventually the uh, snack bar will be full of good scotch and Pringles? Yeah, Exactly. If that's what I like,
1: I'm not saying I do. Do you dip the Pringles in the scotch? I I just stopped
2: making that noise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I also thought this was interesting because there has been the ongoing, because of the privacy argument, and there has been that kind of ongoing dilemma about the cards the key cards right and whether they store your personal information these would and this would <laughs> I mean yeah. hopefully it wouldn't store your credit card information but would it though because it's like oh well I always like to pay with this one card so I don't want to have to get it out at the front desk I just want you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean it kind of as always it's sort of a slippery slope into it will what- be
0: storing personal information just maybe not your financial information right but maybe the information you don't want like people to know the sheets like you like your will, scotch and pringles yeah fetish um, <laughs>
1: my god it's a fetish now <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> just make it worse for myself for entertainment value only <laughs> let's discuss this on the forum uh let's discuss this on the holiday help desk
1: <gasps> yes actually let's not discuss no. that but
0: uh <laughs> if, if you folks listening uh want to be a guest on our holiday help desk on the day after thanksgiving uh, especially if you've got some buying dilemmas that you want some help solving mm-hmm. go to helpdesk
2: live live
0: Helpdesk no. live yes dot cnet.com and send us an email from the forum there yeah. Uh, because we need to set up some some people to call in. And we'll be taking live calls that day, but we can answer better if we prepare it in advance. Right. So we're we're going to set up some as well to just make sure we've got it. So and remember, we'd love to hear from our, you on that day as well. This is
1: our 12-hour marathon of I believe. shopping Sweet. advice. We will post this also in the forum, forums.cnet.com. Look for the Buzz Out Loud Lounge. We'll post um, a subject about where you can find information
0: or... Sign up to be a caller. Mm-hmm. I believe we're going to have netcams too, right? We're going to have webcams.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be manning the webcams. So, so. if you've mm-hmm. got a
0: netcam and you want to be on the show, Ooh. you can do that as well.
1: Right. That's really the
0: ones we need help setting up. We can take calls off on the fly that day, yeah. but the netcams are a little harder to set up. So.
1: Yes. So we have some emails. Eric W uh, got a TiVo, which is super, and noticed, or no, yeah, he did get, anyway, he noticed also that, that CNET is on TiVo. And yes, said, uh, we are. Yeah, we have a little deal with CNET to do, or with TiVo to do a little, uh, I think once a week we'll be doing a little buying advice segment mm-hmm. for the holiday season. And um, Eric, yes, indeed, that is me. oh I am the host.
0: Yeah, they don't let me be on video very much. So if you have the Molly's TiVo
1: with the special features mm-hmm. thing, I'm just going to skip over that <laughs> at the risk of being coming an egomaniac, uh, then
0: yeah, you can see. Should mm. we take Greg's voicemail? Sure. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's roll Greg hi Tom and Molly this is Greg I just listened to your podcast for today and there was a little debate regarding why Xbox or why Microsoft was launching two versions of the console uh, Xbox 360 um, I just wanted to point out that I don't believe any modern console has successfully launched with a price point above $300 and I think because of the extra cost that probably Microsoft has to pay to get this thing out of the door so quickly um, they' Uh, launching a very basic one at $300 to try and hopefully avoid that uh, quote-unquote curse Um, and hopefully making up some of that money by putting a bunch of cheap accessories and calling it the super system and, you know, selling it for $400. Thanks. Bye. That is a really interesting point. I hadn't thought about that. It I, is. But I think it's not going to matter. I think this probably would be the one to break it. But well, you know what? That could be what Microsoft's thinking is like, well, we really, we're afraid of that price point. So we'll, well put something out why there. Why didn't they just make it cheaper then? Oh, probably can't.
1: Also, I have to take issue with the the comment that they just put a bunch of cheap accessories on it to charge $100 because if you, or $100 more, because if you want the accessories that come along with it, for example, it doesn't have a hard drive as we found out. And so if you, need to store anything you'll need a memory card and the official 64 megabyte memory card is another 40 bucks which is only like 60 bucks less than the bump up to the 20 gigabyte deluxe package if you want the hard drive it's 99 dollars on its own so that's before you even buy for example an extra controller which most people want or a wireless controller i mean you're at the price point that most consoles sell at you're getting a system that's so bare bones that it's almost insulting
0: Play, well, added to that, I don't consider the hard drive an extra. No. In, not in this situation. Yeah.
1: No. Especially not if that's what's going to be required for backward compatibility. I think that I have to say that bare bones Xbox 360 is starting to look worse and worse and worse to me. Well, yeah. I, I well, decided so to so take PS3. that, Microsoft. After yeah, I, all just, those nice I, I love the Xbox
0: 360, but yeah, avoid the core system would be my advice. That's right. my opinion too.
1: And just, you know, we may just have to accept that now consoles cost 400 bucks.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, that's true.
1: Which I don't love that either. But if you wait long enough, you might get a cheap deal on the internet.
0: Hey, we got a uh, we got an email from Andrew G, who was trying to go to the Frapper F R A P P R dot com slash Buzz Out Loud. He's trying to go to our Frapper map, and he had a problem with not only Frapper but all the Google Maps. Where it Weird. popped up an error message uh, saying that the Google Maps API key used on this website was registered for a different website. I haven't had this problem.
2: I was just on there minutes ago.
0: Yeah, I'm on there right now, and I, I don't see this problem. But if anybody else has had this problem ever with the Google Map API, uh, write in or call us and let us know. Because we want to help Andrew out here. But mm-hmm. also, 152 Hundred- members and- on the frapper. Wait, two? We- it was
2: whoo! 150 last I looked.
0: And we Good have luck. our first British Columbia member awesome that yeah. one
2: in uh, taiwan i believe
0: i yes, think so we got one in taiwan i wanted to shout out to josh in smithers british columbia and go lions <laughs> good luck in the great cup
2: <laughs> i want to know what happened to alejandro he didn't look that up either tom
1: Argentina. is a serious rugby fan yeah that's
0: alejandro, not rugby that's cfl there
1: is a glaring
2: oh, how omission how from
1: what
0: that wasn't rugby it's cfl
1: oh uh, no alejandro if you're out there Come Go to our frapper map. Yeah. Go to the frapper map. A big glaring spot We're, missing. We only have one. We have a South Bolivian America.
0: on South America. That's it.
2: Okay.
0: All right, Jason D. Uh, to the guy with the indeterminate name. Ha! Thanks, Jason. Runt, runt. Uh, points out that Emperor Linux tablet has been out for a while. Oh. Uh, we mentioned the Nokia being the first Linux tablet, but
1: yeah, I just want to say that we got an email that said that I said that, but I totally didn't say that, even though I didn't know whether I think it was, it was the Slashdot dot posting anyway, that said that. Yes.
0: And the the thing is, I think the Nokia is the first intended. Linux tablet, whereas the Emperor Linux is a Lenovo X41 that they've taken and put Linux on. Oh, I see. eh, Fine distinction there.
1: Yes. Perhaps a distinction without
0: a difference. Thanks for the clarification.
1: In the forum, a funny little debate seems to be growing on who is the fastest talker
2: (laughs) (laughs) on the podcast. It's really no contest.
1: I did get an email recently about the the Buzz Report video that I do in which um, the guy said that I seem to... Speak at a rolling 300 miles, 300 words per minute with gusts up to 400. (laughs) I love the
0: gusting. gusting (laughs) That was hilarious. The thing is, I used to talk a lot faster until I started getting senile. (laughs) If you uh,
1: can't understand us, just email us
0: In my old age, I've slowed down quite a bit. Uh, So uh, send us an email, buzz at cnet.com, or give us a call, 1-800-616-CNET, or you can go to our forums, forums at cnet.com.
1: Don't forget about helpdeslive.cnet.com as well. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
0: Cause that's it for the podcast. The podcast, that's the, podcast, it. the podcast. the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast.